United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Let's shift to the foreign policy front. President Trump was supposed to attend the Summit of the Americas. It is taking place in Peru this week. Uh, Instead, the vice president will be going. Also, we understand that Nicolas Maduro, who is the uh, president of Venezuela, has decided that he will not attend the upcoming Summit of the Americas. Let's put this in context. And specifically, we want to focus on issues related to Colombia. Joining us here on POTUS is Steve Heggie, Senior Program Officer of Middle East and Africa at the USIP, the Twitter handle at USIP. Steve Heggie, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you very much for having me, Tim. Do you think it's problematic that the president is not attending, that the vice president is attending in his place? Well, I think it, I think actually the follow-up visit to Colombia was potentially more important than the actual uh, summit uh, attendance. And, and I think the timing, given uh, that we're a little over two months from Colombia's presidential elections, I think the timing is actually um, probably a bit better that the the, the visit was suspended or, or, or postponed to Colombia, given that the, the positions that the U.S. has taken uh, most recently on Venezuela and drug trafficking in Colombia have really important political ramifications in the, in, the, in, the, in the presidential campaigns going on in Colombia right now. Speaking of which, uh, we mentioned that the Venezuelan president would not be attending. Obviously, there's been an issue because refugees from Venezuela have been going into Colombia. This at a very important point where the Colombia peace plan is being implemented. So maybe you could give us some perspective on those two events and how they are connected. It, Absolutely, Tim. Over the last uh, three or four years, we've had up to uh, a million uh, Venezuelans uh, or Colombians that had been living in Venezuela for several decades uh, return to uh, uh, Colombia. And this has created a great uh, deal of strain on on social infrastructure uh, and public services in in, in Colombia. The U.S. is certainly concerned about the, the spillover effect of the Venezuelan crisis. Uh, into Colombia, and the Colombian government has taken efforts recently to try to ensure um, that all of these uh, migrants are, are, are registered and are afforded some degree uh, of humanitarian assistance. Um, the, the Colombian peace process is certainly affected by the Venezuelan crisis uh, to the extent to which the FARC had largely been seen as sort of harbingers of a, a, a Chavez, Maduro, President Maduro-like regime, and therefore that the consequences of that type of crisis that Venezuela is seeing, is seeing today uh, could be brought into uh, the Colombian context. And that's been really taken up by the former uh, president of, of Colombia, Álvaro Uribe, his protege, Iván Duque, the, the far-right uh, candidate who's now leading polling, he has really, really put a, a great deal of emphasis uh, on this point and, and gained a lot of popularity around this fear that a, a Venezuela-like regime could come to uh, Colombia uh, as a result of, of the peace process. And this is largely unfounded uh, in, in many ways, uh, given that the, the, the peace accord itself really touches upon a lot of fundamental reforms and changes that Colombia has needed for decades. And many of these uh, uh, reforms in the peace accord with the FARC don't really actually benefit the FARC exclusively, but are more broadly for Colombian society, and particularly rural parts of Colombia that have been largely marginalized and forgotten and have been characterized and and, and really plagued by uh, illicit economies, including uh, illegal criminal mining, 
and and obviously drug trafficking. Steve, uh, President Trump has often claimed that previous administrations have failed in certain areas of foreign policy where he is succeeding. We go back to February of last of two years ago uh, when President Obama, then president, had welcomed the Colombian President Juan Michael uh, Juan Manuel Santos to the White House to talk about the peace plan and the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, FARC, as you were just discussing. And he said that things were moving along. Is it your sense that the previous administrations have actually set the framework and the groundwork for this administration with reference to Colombia, or is this an example of the previous administration maybe falling short in what needed to be done? Well, I think from sort of the long view, the previous administration certainly um, put into perspective the the importance and the imperatives on uh, drug trafficking and, and the critical aspect of demobilizing the FARC and ensuring that the FARC collaborated in efforts to counter uh, um, drug trafficking networks within Colombia. Um, that, that was certainly a priority under the previous administration. What we've seen uh, under, under the, the current uh, Trump administration is potentially a, a, an unbalance in, in that prioritization. Um, it is true that as a result, uh, partially as a result of the peace process, uh, there has been a spike, a, a threefold spike in, in, in coca production uh, across the country. Um, but I think the, the Trump administration has focused uh, more exclusively in, in urging the Colombian authorities to forcefully eradicate as much of that uh, coca, new coca production as possible. Whereas the previous administration, U.S. administration, had been uh, very supportive of the idea that this was going to be a long-term process and that the key precept of the uh, FARC agreement uh, around drug trafficking was that there would be voluntary crop substitution in which local communities would themselves be compensated in one way or another in the short term, and then be supported with basic infrastructure, technical assistance, access to local markets. And what we're seeing is this overemphasis uh, by the Trump administration on, uh, on, on, on interdictions, on uh, uh, co- uh, coca uh, eradication, forced eradications. What we're seeing is, is a deprioritization of these sort of long-term systemic governance and infrastructure needs that will be really critical to transforming uh, rural economies in Colombia. And so we hope that, that we can see a, a more balanced approach uh, in, in the coming years and understanding the, the holistic needs uh, to, to deal with drug, drug trafficking in Colombia. Is trade really at the bottom of this for the U.S. and Colombia? Well, I think the, the, the free trade agreement and, and Colombia's alliance, uh, strategic alliance in the region is, is really is certainly critical. Uh, you know, we've invested over $10 billion uh, in, in over the last 15 years in Colombia as a part of uh, Plan Colombia. And a, a big part of that has been sure to, to, to shore up our, uh, our, our trade partner in Colombia, uh, um, uh, what has been up until recent years a very strong uh, growing middle economy, middle class economy, um, but also strategic interests, obviously, with, with regards to Venezuela. Um, Certainly, President Maduro is watching those very closely and sees Colombia in many ways as, as, a, as a, a, a pawn of the United States. And that plays into uh, uh, another aspect. Uh, in addition to the challenges with the FARC peace agreements, we have ongoing talks with the National Liberation Army that are currently being held in Quito, Ecuador. Um, the National Liberation Army, the ELN, has for, for the last uh, decade or so had very strong ties to the Venezuelan government. And so the Venezuelan government has actually increased its support to the ELN rebels, uh, partly as, as, as a strategic move, move to, uh, to counter the potential threats 
of a military intervention from Colombia by the United States, something that President Trump uh, alluded to as a possibility last year. So this is certainly exacerbating uh, the, the, the potential to resolve uh, uh, and reach a, a definitive peace agreement with, with Colombia's second uh, most important uh, rebel group. Steve, I appreciate you spending time with us on POTUS today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tim. Steve Heggie, Senior Program Officer of Middle East and Africa at the United States Institute of Peace, the upcoming Summit of the Americas in Peru. And Vice President Mike Pence will be there representing the United States. As we noted, Nicolas Maduro, Venezuela will not be in attendance. So some significance to that. Just more proof that, once again, there is more than just the headline news. This is a big world, and there are a lot of different plates that the president has to spin and the U.S. government has to spin, including this upcoming visit. By the way, you want to get a hold of Steve, you can tweet at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.